0: Welcome to the Did You Know podcast, featuring Dana Morrow, a curious, knowledgeable wife of someone with two rare diseases, ataxia and mitochondrial disease. Since 2005, her focus has been on sharing reputable information on ataxia in short, simple, digestible servings. In 2014, she launched a video series on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook called Did You Know Ataxia Facts that reaches 17 countries with 300 videos to date. She was the first to author four public service announcements about Ataxia for the National Ataxia Foundation. Dana is a member of the New England Ataxia Chapter, encompassing four support groups. She has 11 years experience coordinating Ataxia fundraising events and five plus years participating in the Boston Abilities Expo. Most recently, Dana became part of the awareness efforts with the Ataxia Unit at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston for Ataxia Education.
1: Thank you. Um, I met many of you informally earlier, walking around handing out some pens from the National Ataxia Foundation. And also, I passed out a booklet that gets published quarterly from the National Ataxia Foundation. And it's all about what's going on with ataxia. Different research studies are covered in it. And there's a lot of useful information. I didn't have enough books to get everyone, so there are some tables over in this corner that did not get a book. So please share those books and just, you know, pass them around. I think that you'll find that they have a lot of useful information. Before I get into saying anything further, I think that I would love, really love, I know that I would really love to acknowledge. Team Azorian Pride, Azorian Pride. They've really worked very hard to put this event on. They've been here since early this morning, so I think that they've done a fabulous job and I really wanna say thank you to them. So last week, I was telling my son, Zachary, that I was coming, here to speak to you today. And he looked at me and he said, Mom, no offense, but why are they asking you to come and speak at an event? You're not a doctor, you don't research ataxia. Why would they think that people would want to listen to what you have to say? And so I thought about that. And I thought, well, out of the mouth of babes, right? Sometimes that's really true. However, for the past, I don't even know how long now, since 2007, my husband, John, has been diagnosed with ataxia. And what I've learned through that journey is that no one knows what ataxia is. And it makes it very difficult when you have to explain it to people. Can I see, by a show of hands, how many people here today have ataxia? Okay. And how many people, so the rest of you, are here in support of those people that have ataxia. Is that correct? Yes. Are there any of you that are caregivers for people with ataxia? Can I see by raising hands? Okay. All right, so there's several of you that are caregivers. It's not easy, is it? It's really not easy, and especially when you don't understand it yourself. So, in 2014, I decided that I wanted to make an effort to create more awareness about ataxia. And so, through social media, I share my perspective, my experience, with all of you so that perhaps you can learn from some of my mistakes and maybe you can walk away a little bit more educated about ataxia. I'm a corporate trainer and one of the things I learned was that people's attention spans are very short. And that you have to keep things in small little bites in order for somebody to remember. So back in 2000 and... Fourteen. What I did was I started on September 1st and I said I'm going to use my iPhone I'm going to record myself giving one fact about Ataxia for the next 25 days Because if you don't know September 25th is International Ataxia Awareness Day And so that was going to be my goal for the month of September. I was going to give one fact every day well, John said, no, you're not going to put that, record it on your iPhone and just put it on Facebook. We need to put it out there on other social media sites. And so what happened was the Did You Know podcast was born because I would start everything saying, did you know, and I would give a fact about ataxia, and then I would say, imagine that. And they were only 30 to 60 seconds long, it was one fact. And my hope was at the end of the 25 days, somebody would remember one thing. And what happened was the next year I went to the National Ataxia Foundation's um, annual conference. And I had people coming up to me saying, you know what, those podcasts were great. I used them with my family to help my family understand what Ataxia is. And what are you doing next year? And so... I couldn't stop, I had to keep doing it because it's a passion of mine and it helps so many other people. So that's why I do that. Um, One of the things that I learned over time is, you you really have to keep it simple. Sometimes what happens is when you've been diagnosed with something, you become an expert in it. And you really have to learn all the technology medical terminology in order to talk to your doctor. And so then what happens is, when somebody in your family asks you a question, you may answer in a very technical way. Not intentional, but you may answer very technically, and then they don't understand what you're saying. So one of the things that I decided to do this year was simplify the diagnosis of ataxia. And so what I say is, I have ataxia, which I don't, but I'm I'm saying for John. I have ataxia. It is a condition that affects the part of my brain that controls my muscles. Because of it, I have trouble walking. I have trouble talking. I have trouble sometimes seeing. I can't always swallow very well. I try to create a very simple idea that people can understand and I try to think of it as if I needed to explain it to my 7 or 8 year old little niece what would I tell her so I would encourage you to think about if you have to ever explain a ataxia to do it in such a way that it's very simple don't use big words and um, keep it simple keep it in visual terms because, believe it or not, we can't understand what we can't see. And so if you can be very descriptive and and explain it in such a way that it creates a visual for somebody and they can see what you're talking about, it's so helpful. Um, The other thing I wanna just mention to you is a couple of things that are like helpful tips and these really impact people that have ataxia, but they kind of impact all of us. And one of the things is, the doctors are not the expert, especially in the case of a rare disease, because they're learning about it, kind of along with you. And you need to play a very pivotal role in helping them understand your symptoms, some of the things that you're going through, and the way that you're feeling, maybe side effects of medication, all that stuff is critical for them to understand so that they can help you. So you really need to create your care team and that has to include your doctors, it has to include your family, if you have somebody taking care of you, it has to include that person and the lines of communication really have to be open so that those people know exactly what's going on with you. One of the things that we started doing very early on was keeping a journal. So how many of you kept like a little diary when you were a kid and you wrote down different things? Probably more female people did that, right? But it's kind of like a diary, right? So every day you make a notation in that diary, something about how you felt that day. Maybe include what you ate, what the weather was, right? What happens over time is you're creating a, like a document that allows you to see trends and it also allows your doctor to see trends, right? Maybe every time it rains, your muscles really ache, more so than if it was a nice day. You won't remember that if you're only going to the doctor every few months. You won't remember that to tell him those things, but if you have it written down, it's very helpful. The other thing that um, is helpful is keeping a medical um, binder that has all of your test results in it and different pieces of information that you might want your doctor to have because they're not all connected as we would love for them to be. They're, They're not all connected online, so a lot of times they don't have your information. So I would just offer that up to you as a way for you to really educate your doctor. And then the other thing that you can do is what you're all doing today. You come out in support of those that you love that have ataxia. And this is just a great community to make that person feel like they're not alone and that they're being supported by their family and friends. So it's really wonderful and I applaud you for coming out today. And really taking the time to listen to me, um, I hope that I have given you a couple of things that are a little helpful. And um, I would encourage you to continue to come out and support the events, just from the aspect of showing your, you know, um, your support, especially to those in the room today that have ataxia. So thank you very much, and imagine that.
0: Thank you for listening in to the Did You Know podcast with your host, Dana Morrow. Please subscribe to this channel to hear all of the latest podcasts. We hope that this podcast has provided you with valuable information and inspires you to advocate for yourself and educate everyone in your circle. Remember, you are the expert and best spokesperson for your rare disease. Thank you.